Hello, cinephiles, and welcome to Silver Screen Sips, a podcast where two idiots talk about movies. And today we will be discussing the 2010 remake of The Karate Kid. Just a reminder that there are spoilers ahead for movies and TV shows that you may not have seen yet. So just know that you've been warned. This is the Jackie Chan one, in case anyone's wondering. Did you grow up on Jackie Chan or did you grow up on, I grew up on Jackie Miyagi? Chan, no, I wasn't born in the 80s. <laughs> well, no, but you never know what like parents force on their children. Mm, no, I was not a rough macho kid. I was. I watched more Jackie Chan. Yeah, I think same. I think I watched more of the newer one than I did the older one. Mm. Well, it's just Isaiah and I today. It duly Isaiah. Do. Yeah, is a sleepy boy today. <laughs> I am. I am on thirty nine hours of being awake. Yeah, because he's a madman. Uh, Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how's that? How's that feeling? It's terrible, but hey. <laughs> well, we'll see how this goes. I guess you um, gotta do what you gotta do. You know to get the job done. <laughs> I'm gonna like slip in words and see if you even can catch. Like I'll say, like I'm gonna start a sentence and just say something really random in the middle of it to see if you're awake. I want what? You're gonna slip me a Mickey? What the fuck does that mean? It's oh, you're gonna drug me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay, that's the different thing I thought. Okay, I was thinking something completely different. <laughs> you, oh my god, get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is also like the earliest we've recorded, so I feel like our energy is just completely different. It's three o'clock in the afternoon, everyone. Three o'clock uh, normally, in the afternoon. Normally we record at like eight, seven or eight PM. Um and uh it just feels weird to be recording when the sun is out. So our energy might be off. Our vibes might not be there. So we apologize. But Oh my God, I forgot. That's the word I was trying to find. Vibes, the vibes. The vibes. Is that what you... Man, yeah, your brain really isn't working. Let's Mm -hmm. hop into everyone's favorite segment. This week in Hollywood. I hate it. (laughs) I hate it. I hate doing it. I have have a a question. (laughs) There is a, not a question. There is a thing. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. words. Um, there is a line, and I can't remember what TV show or movie it's from, where a guy goes, this is news, 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 newsy news with news newsmen. And I cannot, for the life of me, remember where it is from. So if one of you guys can email you- me. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> that sounds like the, crusty, the Mr. Krabs line, where he's like, I smell a smell. Smelly smell. <laughs> I wonder if they, no. he ripped it from that, whatever you're Maybe. recording. But it is a live action TV show and it's got like a dude kind of doing like dramatic. It's like, that's like his new news intro and he's doing like dramatic like hair flips and stuff. I have a feeling mm. as a classified school survival guide or something like that. Are you Googling it? No. <laughs> Could you hear my keyboard? Yes, I can always hear your keyboard. Yeah, no, I couldn't find anything. Okay. News, news, news. Anyways, this week in Hollywood. Yes, I'll start. So, uh, slight spoilers for the new Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, just because it just came out. Uh, The new film has a scene that was actually created by a 14-year-old schoolboy. After creating a replica (laughs) of the first tree, I know, schoolboy. Listen, I just took that part from the article. I'm not going to lie. 
After creating a replica of the first trailer for Across the Spider-Verse with Legos, Preston uh, Mutanga, I'm going to say, or Mutanga, I'm so sorry, uh, was invited to work on the actual film. I'm just going to go with Mutanga, that sounds right. Mutanga's parents agreed he could work on the project, but only after finishing his homework on school nights. How cute. Can you imagine? I, I feel like if I were to get like an email or a call from someone saying they were from Marvel and they're like, we saw your work, kid. We want you in the next Spider-Man across Spider-Verse movie. I would not believe them. I would think it's like a scam or something. I'm like, okay, do you want my social security first? <laughs> it just doesn't. It sounds too good to be true. That's you now, Isaiah. This is what we do. She puts yeah. <laughs> this is what we do. We walk back and we do. We talk back and forth. No, it's really? a conversation. Uh, it's how it goes. Do, you should do snoring noise and then. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just get a soundbite of you. Go. <laughs> I hate that so much. Ew, I hate it. Ew. <laughs> that made me so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. You can stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, right. um, our boy, Brian Cranston, you know, my dealer, is in, in an interview with British GQ, said mm. that he has plans to temporarily retire from acting and his business ventures in 2026 for at least six months. The reason behind his decision was he can spend more time with his wife, Robin Dearden. When the time comes for his temporary retirement, Cranston will uh, shutter his production company, Moonshot entertainment and sell a portion of his mezcal company dos hombres which he co-founded with his breaking bad co-star aaron paul which i have a friend who got a signed bottle and a picture with him for a signing. yeah so he, he has a bottle of dos hombres and he's got a picture with brian cranston you can never open that bottle he asked him if he could flip him off and he said i can't do that because the pr would look bad <laughs> <laughs> he's like i don't want yeah. you taking that i don't want people taking that out of context <laughs> yeah that's fair that's sick, though. Well, um, another Hocus Pocus film is in the works after the success of Hocus Pocus 2 when it came out last year. Anne Fletcher and Jen D'Angelo. Oh. What? That happened? I didn't even know that movie. The second one came out. Yeah. Last year. It was a big thing. Really? I really don't care. <laughs> I mean, I don't expect you to be a huge Hocus Pocus fan. I'm not. I've yeah. never seen it. It shows. Um, <laughs> Anne Fletcher and G Jen D'Angelo will be returning to direct and write, respectively, after collaborating on the previous film in 2022. Uh, now, it's unclear right now if there have been any decisions with Midler, Parker, and Najimi about returning for their iconic roles a third time. However, Bette Midler did say, uh, did tell Entertainment Weekly last year that she would be game to revisit her role after Hocus Pocus 2. So this might just have to be put on our franchise list, Isaiah. Of coming up on a trilogy here. Good God, no. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Can I, can I hope can someone put a spell on me to uh, get out of here? Boo! Hocus pocus me out of this. Boo! Next. <laughs> All right, you Hyrule fans. The Legend of Zelda movie is coming. 
Mm. Who asked? I don't know, but we're getting it. From the Nintendo from Nintendo and Universal following a massive success of the Super Mario Brothers movie. Despite The Legend of Zelda's massive success over the years, game-wise, a movie adaption of the major studio has never gotten off the ground, which I don't video game adaptions there wasn't they weren't gonna touch Zelda with a ten foot pole. Let's just be mm-hmm. honest. While the Legend of Zelda movie is long overdue, it might be a difficult adaptation to pull off considering its primary protagonist Link and many of the sporting characters never speak. Yes, people, if you don't know, they're silent protagonists. Mm-hmm. Also, Zelda is not Link. <laughs> yes. Most likely have to rely heavily on visuals and music and wish in, if it wishes to honor the spirit of the source material, which, let's be honest, it's not going to happen. They're going to butcher no. it somehow by having the character speak and everybody's going to be like, what the hell? And they're going to get someone like Chris Pratt to voice Link. Let's be honest. <laughs> Pixar's Wally has much success telling a story with minimal dialogue, so there's no reason why Legend of Zelda movie, you know, can't do the same. It's a video game adaption, so I don't have high hopes. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess it depends, too, if they're going to take give it the same treatment as Super Mario. Like, if they're going to go the animation route, maybe. But I, this is sounding like it's going to be a live action. A live and- action. So the only thing that I have to request, and they have to put in, like if they don't, it's 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 an automatic zero out of five for me, is um, there has to be a pot smashing scene. He has to go into a shop and just smash one of the pots. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then he's got to walk out with like a thousand coin in his pocket where he can't move. <laughs> By the way, I've never Get played something day in my life. Yeah, neither have I. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we're like, yeah, uh-huh, totally. Um, I've never played. That I know need to happen. Like, I, I know these things need to happen. Otherwise, yeah. the fandom would be, like, lose their mind. Then the fandom themselves are going to be, like, boycotting this movie if it doesn't happen. So, Listen, I know enough about Link or and uh, about... Le- blech. I know enough about Zelda because of Super Smash Bros. Okay, I at least know that Link and Zelda are two different people. And then Zelda and Sheik are the same person. Okay. What? Yeah. I don't know who that is. Okay. This <gasps> is this. I, by the way, this does seem to be like wrapping, uh, ramping up into a like Super Smash Bros. Oh my god. Movie, Honestly, I would watch the shit out of that. Yeah, like I'll finally get into Nintendo if that's the plan. <laughs> if they took, if they took Super Smash Bros. and gave it like a Mortal Kombat treatment, dude, <laughs> that would be so fucking cool. That's crazy. Wait. Oh my god, that means that means they have to make a Star Fox movie. Oh, I'm Ooh, so down. Oh my god, I'm dude, so down. Let's Star do Fox. Imagine. Oh, I'm sorry, I just. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on. Um, or whatever is whatever the uh, hawk does. <laughs> the Falcon. Falcon, my bad. Oh my He's god. a Falcon. Jesus. All right, the last time I played Star uh, Star Fox was the Nintendo 64. <laughs> Same. Good times. That was a great game. Everyone listening is like, what the fuck is Star Fox? Because I'm assuming Google most it. of our demographic is too young to understand. Google it. It is it an is iconic running. game. Oh, my God. Flying through space in that weird, like, six polygon ship spaceship. Bro, for the, ti- for the time that it came out, it was a revolutionary game. Revolutionary. Anyways, um... On to the next. Yeah, talking about revolutionary. <laughs> yeah. Let the countdown begin for Fast and Furious 11. <sighs> I don't want to do this. Now I can't wait to do this franchise. <laughs> oh my god, I am going to have such a blast. <laughs> Vin Diesel revealed the release date and concept art for the upcoming sequel on his Instagram. 
The film will hit theaters April 4th of 2025. Production for the movie is already finished as it was done back to back with Fast X. But I don't know why production is going to take two years. That is a long time. I don't even think A Way of Water took that long. <laughs> Isaiah, what do you got for the last headline? Ding, ding. It's Christopher Nolan versus Tom Cruise. All right. Oh, so man. We got Tom Cruise, whose movie, Mission Impossible, which one is this one? Is nine? Dead Reckoning Part One, basically, which comes out on July 12th and is basically going for all the IMAX showing. They want you to, obviously, those stunts. Tom Cruise wants you to see those stunts on the biggest screen humanly possible, which is basically IMAX. However, the next week, Oppenheimer comes out due to Christopher Nolan's relationship with IMAX and the fact that they filmed Oppenheimer with IMAX cameras. He actually is now going to have Oppenheimer released in every IMAX theater in North America a week after, and therefore Tom Cruise is very angry. So he is trying to fight to have a wider release of Mission Impossible alongside Oppenheimer to have IMAX showings. However, he's not winning the battle right now, and I don't think he's going to win because Christopher Nolan and IMAX are pretty good friends. Given the fact, I don't think, I'm not 100% sure if Mission Impossible, it's showing in IMAX, but I don't know if it's filmed with IMAX cameras. If it is, it's probably just a few sequences where like the entirety of Oppenheimer is mostly filmed with IMAX. Yeah, I feel like it is not uh, a fair fight at all. Nope, but he, I have a feeling he's not gonna win that battle. Plus, I'm sorry, out of the two, Nolan's film is way more interesting than a film that's been on just like a series. I would say, uh, well, no, I like action movies. I'm just saying, which sounds more interesting to see in IMAX? Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got me there. I want my eyes to be blinded by the pink. Because mm-hmm. there's so much pink. I did want you, oh. Ken's washboard abs. Did you know that there was blind. a national paint shortage of the color pink because the production yes. bought it all? I did see that. That's crazy. Well, that concludes this week in Hollywood. You can find all of our sources cited in our Discord channel, which you should go join, by the way, right now. Do it. I'm not holding a knife to you. No. Not a gun to your head. For legal reasons, we are not forcing you to do anything, but do it. I'm giving you a stare. Prayer pressure. Mm -hmm. All the cool kids are doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All the cool kids are doing it. If you don't do it, you're pretty lame, though. Uh, Speaking of peer pressuring, on to drinks. Isaiah? Yeah. Yeah, you're peer pressure me to drink. Let's get some drinking. Let's mm-hmm. get drinking. Let's, yeah, let's get a drink in you after 39 hours of being awake. Yeah, we call it more um, downers, I guess. I don't know, sleep deprivation, a downer. This whole conversation's a downer. Um, I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. What do we got okay. on the menu? Okay. okay. Uh, what the hell? Okay. Welcome to Big Lou's Big Bruce. This man <laughs> gave me a cocktail called the Kung Fu Pandan. Is it Pandan? Pan, well, it says Pandan. It's not Kung Fu Panda. There's an N in there. Pandan. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, okay. We, did not save, right. I, we did not save this for Kung Fu Panda, which will be a series in the future, but because there actually is three movies, I think. Um, but I guess we're doing it now. All right. Pacific Cocktail Havens, Kevin Diedrich. Hmm. 
loves Pandan so much. His colleagues joke that they should rename the spot Pandan Cocktail Heaven. Oh, so Pandan. Oh, okay. I get it now. It's, 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 it's a part of it. So much that pl- the fragrant plant native to Southeast Asia takes multiple forms on any given menu at the bar, be it in a milk punch. Well, now we just look uncultured. <laughs> you are uncultured. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. A cordial used in a Negroni variation as a flavored syrup taking the place of the usual simple syrup. The latter takes center stage in this summary caramel corn evoking sipper that's a sentence <laughs> what a sentence in the form of a salted pandan syrup we use the pandan as a nice way to add a depth nutty grassy flavor to a cocktail <laughs> special sauce <laughs> that <laughs> that depth is compl- complemented in this cocktail by a combination of japanese whiskey grassy rice sochu lemon juice plus a festive earthy sprinkle of candy cap mushroom dust if you have it on hand, which, okay. oh my God, finally a drink where I was able to pronounce literally everything. <laughs> nice. On to the ingredients. We have 11. I'm sorry. What are these? What are these? One and a half. Oh, <laughs> it's not working. you were going to say 11 ounces. 11. It was like 11 dash no, 11. <laughs> no, I see it. Two. it. The ones look really close together. I'll give yeah. you that. But anyone not. with a. Awake brain, I yeah. should say. Eleven <laughs> and a half. Eleven divided <laughs> by two ounces. Yeah, so we have one and a half ounces of Kikori Japanese whiskey, mm. three fourths ounce of rice sochu, mm. two fourths ounce lemon juice freshly squeezed, two fourths ounce salted pandan syrup, mm. garnish tied pandan leaf. Garnish with also or the mushroom candy cap mushroom. So you're gonna add all your ingredients into a shaker with ice. Shake a shake well until chilled. Mm. Not stead, shake it. <laughs> Double strain into a chilled Nick or Nora glass filled with pebble ice. Garnish with they with a tied pandan leaf and candy cap mushroom if desired. Okay, now I have a couple questions. I want to try whiskey. What's up? Sorry, I, I, I do want to try. I do want to try the Japanese whiskey. What is rice sho- so- soju? Soju? I know soju. I don't know what soju is. Soju is good. Soju is dangerous. I have some in my fridge. Uh, soju is a distilled beverage. Really? Typically distilled from rice, barley, sweet potatoes, buckwheat, or brown sugar, though it is sometimes produced from other ingredients such as chestnuts, sesame seeds, potatoes, or even carrots. It has alcohol in it. Interesting. It has alcohol in it. Wow. <laughs> okay. So that sounds like a pretty strong drink. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck candy cap mushroom dust is. That sounds disgusting. I do not like mushrooms. So if it's anything that's actually mushroom related or I don't know what candy cap mushroom. It's mushroom powder. That's so gross. That's a zero out of five for me. Can it, is it shroomy? Can I get some shrooms? Like, will I put, can I like, it's like, you know, angel dust, but you know, it's going to like make me go wild. Apparently this is a rare ingredient. So you, maybe you don't have to use it as a garnish. It says optional if on hand, if it's rare, yeah. I'm going to assume you don't have it on hand. <laughs> Apparently it has a unique maple butterscotch flavor. Ooh. Candy caps are known for their strong maple-like odor and flavor. Hmm. 
like it already. And apparently they use it in cookies, breads, desserts, smoothies, yogurt, blah, blah, blah. So maybe. I, 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 I give it a four out of five. I like to try it. I like, whis- I like Japanese whiskey and I like candy. Well, it's not, I don't know. I think I would give it a three and a half because I'm a little, I feel like I need to research this candy cap mushroom dust a little more. But if it is what it's saying it is, and it's sweeter, then I would say four and a half. But if it's mushroom related, I don't want it. You don't like portobello mushroom burgers? I hate mushrooms. Portobello mushroom burger. Oh, where's that from? I know that's from something. Your weird mind, perhaps? No, that's definitely, that's like... There's literally a joke on a TV show about like, are you getting a portobello mushroom burger? The portobello mushroom burger. The portobello mushroom burger. That's literally like the joke. I don't fucking know. Someone, again, email me. I wonder if these two things are from the same show. That'd be funny. Now, we have another drink here that Lewis also added. It's a bonus drink. And it's literally called the Jackie Chan drink. That, we should be, we should be talking about this. The Jackie Chan drink is one part absolute Mandarin. Mandarin? Mandarin? Mandarin. Mandarin? Not Mandarin. Mandarin is like a, a orange flavor. Or, you know, the language <laughs> that Jackie Chan speaks. <laughs> Mandarin? Mandarin Chinese? Yes, but I'm saying absolute Mandarin. Mandarin is a, a fruit. Pulling a medicine. A metal wire or stylet inserted into a flexible catheter to give the shape and firmness while passing through a hollow tubular structure. It's supposed to be Mandarin. I think it's, it's a typo. Man- no, Mandarin. Absolute Mandarin. Absolute no, Mandarin? It's a vodka. Oh, That's yeah, all you need to know. Absolute vodka. Yeah, absolute Mandarin. So yeah. it must be like, it must be a typo. It must be Mandarin. It must be absolute. It's like, like orange flavor. Yes. One basically. part Scott. So we got we one sound part. so stupid this episode. Hey, we call it the, 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 the bartenders in here. Um, yeah. One part absolute Mandarin. One part scotch whiskey, one part passion fruit juice, seven slices of Chilean hot pepper. Wow. Okay. Oh. Uh, seven oh, we got, we got ice cubes and cr- or crushed ice. And it looks like this is, oh, it is made by Absolute, the company. Oh, I just noticed that. Yeah. You can find the video on YouTube, um, the Jackie Chan drink recipe. Just kind of look that up and you'll find Absolute Drinks posted a video. It is called Better. Mandarin. It is not. It is not Mandarin. It is Mandarin. Okay, so we're just dumb. Got it. But it does. I guess it's supposed to be like orange. Okay, which so I, was, I, dig. I was right I, on that I, part. I, of this. I, I, would, I dig it. I dig it. I love it. Yeah, this sounds really good. It's like it sounds like it's kind of tangy and a little spice. Add a little spice. I. Um, this is like a five out of five minus the hot peppers, and so it's like a three out of yes. five with hot peppers because like I don't need that in my life. I feel like the peppers wouldn't be terrible like because you're not going to eat the peppers they're just there to kind of like soak into it and i'm not a hot pepper fan and even i'm like mm, that doesn't sound too bad i say i say also like a four and a half well four and a half four and a half four and a half four and a half i like the that second is- one more i just want some more vodka. i think that'd be pretty dope yeah that does sound pretty good it's like a screwball just peanut butter whiskey no screwball screwball is screwdriver 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 that's what i meant screwball is hardcore drugs no yes where did you come from you didn't close the door are you there god it's me margaret (laughs) nice 
Nice movie reference. Just kidding. It's a book, but it's 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 a movie. movie. It's a movie as of six months ago. (laughs) Yes. Well, thank you, Lewis, for your drink. May you rest in peace. Bless you. Now, we'd like to take a moment to thank the sponsor of today's episode, Shaker and Spin. You heard it. I feel like we're extra annoying today, so I'm apologizing right now. Um, It's a monthly subscription subscription service that gives you bar quality recipes and ingredients designed by, you guessed it, award-winning mixologist. Uh, Their latest box, Born to Rum Jamaica Box, features amazing cocktail recipes for rum lovers. If you'd like Me. your very own, yes, if you'd like your very own subscription, then head over to shakerandspoon.com and use our promo code SIPS10 to get $10 off your first subscription. Again, that is promo code SIPS10 to get $10 off. You uh, better rum for it huh, to get that deal. <laughs> Jacob just texted me a screenshot of Screwball. It is heroin and meth mixed together. Oh, uh, yeah, he's right. What's an eight ball? Uh, we just really went from sponsor to drugs. That's crazy. <laughs> and we just lost our sponsorship. We do ask not him, condone drugs. But ask him what an eight ball is. I, I just want to see what his answer is. I want to see if he makes it up. There's only two correct answers. And I want to know which one he gives me. Okay. Well, while we wait on that, uh, let's hop into my question of the day. Now, I have... Yes, I am. The uh, next. <laughs> Yes, this is a question I've been waiting to ask you um, this whole season, but I wanted to wait till the very end once we had watched them all. No, I do not know karate. (laughs) He said uh, eight ball is an eighth ounce of a drug, usually coke. Yeah, he's right. (laughs) I don't like that. He knows this. He's got secrets, man. What can I tell you? He's had a life before Mm. he met you. Apparently. So my question is this. Mm -hmm. Out of all of the antagonists throughout the franchise, who do you think was the best a developed who do you think was the best villain and then who do you think was the best fighter the best let's start with the first one who okay. is the best developed character the best like, character or best the, villain no the best developed character like they're actually they actually make sense why they're who they are oh you know their would, their would... story is planned out it's not just like oh they're just a bad guy so again, am I just doing the villains or? Yes. Ah. We're just talking about the bad guys. I would. Mm. Harry Slip. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I don't I care. Would... Strike the oil. Or what was it he said? Something like that. Or he's just like. Mm-hmm. I would call it. I don't care. Dump the, dump the uranium. Everyone wants to be a detective. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Developed think... character. So what you had. Johnny. There's Johnny. There's. Crease. Crease. There's. That's the sensei. Then you have yeah. Terry and the. Fuck. I, what was his I name from the name. second it's like, one? It's like got. It's like. It's like Craven or something. Crow. Not even close. My God. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be. Him. Oh, Chosen. His name is Chosen. Chosen. See, I was right. There's a C in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was Chosen and then. Chosen. Um, and then his dad, which I forgot his name. Um, yep. And then there's from the third one. Uh, there's the little guy. Mike. There's Mike. Yeah, the guy. The the guy. I think it's Barnes. I think his name is Mike Barnes. The guy, mm-hmm. who, the karate champion. 
Mm-hmm. And then Terry and Chris again. Terry and then, um, and then, we're not including any of the. Yes, from the, we are. From the, not, I'm not including. There's no thing. Nothing is developed in that movie. So that, I, no, <laughs> no, we're not talking about. They're the not even story. a contender. Not a contender. Not a contender. Okay. I literally. And then I the literally, new one. I was thinking of like, wait, there's another movie. I mean, there's another villain. Why am I forgetting who it is? And I was like, oh yeah, it's because that other movie that is completely <laughs> blank from my mind now. And then the new one has. All of China, it's literally China. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with the best developed is um, Bam. Yeah, that's why I saved it. I was like, this is a good question. Am I really going to have to go with Terry Silver? <laughs> I think I might have to go with Terry. I think I might have to go with Terry. It's no, he does not have a developed character. He's just a bad dude. Like, he's just a shitty guy. But you have the most information on him. Therefore, he is the most developed. I don't know. I feel like Crease is the best developed. Crease, you have... Oh, he was in the army. He, lost, he was humiliated, lost his business, wanted it back. Wanted and to humiliate the kid who for, took it from him. Yeah, and then wasn't there for 90% of the movie. That's fine, though. That's not fine. That's He's not developed. in all three, though, at that least. It doesn't matter. To me, it does. It's not developed. I don't to see me, it. To me, that's but... developed. Oh, so if I just had some guy in the background the entire time, you're saying he's a fully developed character as long as he, he was on screen for 90% <laughs> of the movie? Oh, 1,000%. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll let you pick Terry. I will pick Crease. He's comical, but you know the most about him. I say he's the most developed because you know all of his intentions, why he's doing it, how he's doing it. Okay, but here's the here's the catch though. You can't reuse him again. Okay. Okay. So the next one is who do you think is the best villain? You want to say Terry, don't you? Who's just like the worst guy? It's Angel. Angel? The, the hawk? hawk? <laughs> I was like, what? No. Um, so do you still want to pick Terry as the, the most developed or the biggest? Because to me, he's definitely the biggest villain. Who's the one that committed arson? That guy was pretty bad, but we're not counting those guys. No, because that's just the Nazi regime. I would say Terry is definitely the best villain. So that's the question. Who's the best villain? Yeah, like who's like the worst of them all? Like just like done the worst things. Oh, that's like the best way to put it. Oh, if they're going to do that, then if if by definition, who did the worst things, it's definitely the sexist dude. The sexist, the one that we're retconning. Yeah, the one from the terrible movie that I will shall not name, but is like he's the best villain. He's not the best villain. You said the the person who did the worst things. He's well, that's what I mean. Like, he's the best at being the worst. <laughs> I don't think you understand your own question. I am understanding. I think you don't understand it. I think I understand it perfectly. I think you're just not. He's done the worst amount of things, making him the best villain. That's not how that works. (laughs) Yes, because villain is a bad guy. They do bad things. So he's the best at doing that. No, no, no. We're not going to do that. We're going to do that. We're going to (laughs) do by that. By this definition, then we will make the first answer to the first. We will make the answer to the first question, Crease, and then the second answer, Terry. Okay. <laughs> okay. Last. This is an easy one. Well, not easy, but this one is not as confusing. Who's the best fighter out of it, all the villains? It's definitely the Chinese kids. It's the yeah. guy of China. They're fucking good. What's that? What was the little kid's name again? I don't oh. know. Um, the when I was watching the movie, I put the subtitles on. 
but whenever they were speaking Chinese, nothing came up. So I'm not sure if that's what's supposed to happen. So I know like in the deleted scenes, there was uh, like actual subtitles. So I don't know if I'm supposed to understand what's going on when they're speaking. When they're Chang. Chang. Generic. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not as bad as Miang. Miang. Mi Young. Or Master Li. Or Liang. Now I just think you're being racist. <laughs> or my favorite, Ping Pong Man. <laughs> these are pretty. Uh, these are pretty stereotypical names. Anyways, Chang is the one from today's episode. And Chang is the best fighter. I would agree. He actually was like fucking. Like he was hit, he was brutal <laughs> hitting blows that I was like, that actually does look painful. Like fucking was... kicking him straight in the chest, or I was like, oh, oh, you going to feel that in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So best developed character, Crease. Best villain, Terry. Best fighter, Chang. Correct. Yes. Okay. That was honestly what I also picked overall. So glad okay. we agreed. Thank you for entertaining me. Entertaining yes. you. Okay. I'm and agreeing. I'm and glad agreeing. I'm here for your entertainment. Yep. So, you ready? Yeah. For some facts. Facts. It's time to get into some facts. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Alrighty, people. Oh, we're going to get into some facts today. Um, It's time to get factual. All right, let's hear it. Yeah. Okay. So. Now, despite the name of this movie being The Karate Kid, it doesn't actually feature any karate. It only features Kung Fu. Correct. Chan told interviewers that uh, cast members generally refer to the movie as The Kung Fu Kid. Um, and he believed that the film would be called The Karate Kid in America and The Kung Fu Kid in China. This theory held true because as in China, it's actually called The Kung Fu Dream. Hmm. Interesting. Meanwhile, yeah, we have The Karate Kid. So that's a new one. I did not know that. I actually had a note written down about that because I was like, so where's the karate? <laughs> one of those things, you know. <laughs> um, there were plans for a sequel, but it entered it and entered development hell, and Cobra Kai was favored. Jackie Chan is set to be part of a new sequel to be released on June 7th, 2024. It is unclear though, however, if he is playing a uh, his original role from this movie or if he's playing a new one in the Miyagi-verse, as they call it. Interesting. Interesting. Miyagi-verse, I like it. Miyagi-verse. Chan's eminence in China led to several production favors, such as being granted permission to film in areas strictly forbidden in the regions. Chan's inclusion in the film prompted the Chinese government to allow filming in the uh, at the Great Wall of China, the Forbidden City, and the Wudong Mountains. Wudong? Wudang, my bad. Wudang Mountains. So, um... The areas, yeah, so the mountains, the Forbidden City, and the Great Wall of China are normally apparently places you're, they don't allow filming at the time. And they hadn't for a very long time. Mm-hmm. But because Jackie Chan is such like a powerhouse of a person for China that they they gave them special permission to be like, yeah, you can do it. It's impressive. I'm surprised that they like allowed that. In fact, uh, this is the first film to shoot in the Forbidden City since 1987. Wow. Which uh, I think it was uh, The Emperor. Was the movie that came out for that? I think that's what the last movie that filmed there. Wow. For its release in China, 
and this is where it gets a little crazy. This is where it gets a little crazy. Several scenes had to be re-edited to comply with na- the nation's strict censorship laws. For example, the shots of Dre kissing Mae Young had to be removed. So that's not in the Chinese cut. Okay. Additionally, scenes depicting harsh bullying at school were snipped down. But most infamously and controversially, China censors basically edited the entire movie in a way that it made it in an entirely different story. Where because of the censors, the uh, Chinese characters could not be depicted in a negative light. Therefore, oh. the film's Chinese version actually reshapes the movie as if Dre instigates all the fights and that what? he is the villain. What the fuck? Yes. That's crazy say, to me. Yeah, some people say it's like, oh, well, it kind of turns it now into, into a like redemption arc somehow. I don't know if I agree with that. I would have to see the edit. Just yeah, you know, I would, would like to that. watch that version. Yeah, because apparently it's like it's an entirely different movie, basically. Now, there was an original ending for the movie that uh, so there's an alternate ending that can be found on YouTube and it will be in our show notes if you would like to see it. But the original ending actually included a fight between Mr. Han, played by Jackie Chan, and Master Lee. And it is very well choreographed. It's classic Jackie Chan um, environmental fighting. It's really, really good. However, it doesn't really match the tone and like the movie. And it does take away from like the ending of, you know, of Dre like winning. It kind of becomes like the Jackie Chan show for a second there. So mm-hmm. I think it's kind of works out that they didn't do it. However, if you do want to see the alternate ending that they did shoot, uh, you can check our show notes. And it's going to be on and it's on YouTube. Yeah. I'm going de- to definitely check that out after we record. And those are all my facts for today. Well, thank you for those facts. They were quite... Factual? Factual, yeah. Quite credible, if I must say. <laughs> quite credible. Mm-hmm. Quite credible. I... They're incredible. They're quite incredible. You know? Ah. Huh? Uh, uh... Now, suppose we should talk about the film. Let me pull up my notes here. No. No? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm probably a bit biased towards the film just because I grew up watching it. And I'm sure if like I grew up with the original and I watched the original first, then I would probably hate hate on this film a little more. But I will admit that it does hold like that part of nostalgia to my heart because I'm like I when I rewatched it, I was like, oh man, I remember watching this as a kid, you know? So for that reason, it does have a higher rating than some other people would probably give it. Now, Mr. Han, which is new Miyagi, basically. I like him, but I also felt torn because I love Miyagi so much. And it just Mr. Han is not Miyagi. Let's just make that clear. They are not the same person at all. And they make that pretty um, obvious from the get go when he's chop it you're using the chopsticks and he ends up using the fly swatter that is something miyagi would never ever do and i think that that's why they did it was to kind of show that to show the list of the people watching like from the get-go we are not doing the exact same thing as before we're gonna take the premise of the story and change it just a little bit at least i mean he's cool (laughs) he's a an old guy who kicks ass i mean what can't what who doesn't love that but yeah, he's not the same as Mr. Miyagi. I do feel that, I mean, we already kind of touched on it. The fights are a lot more brutal, yes. which, of course, is part partly due to like modern cinema and like 
the advancements of cinematography with like when it comes to fighting and stuff like you can look at old fighting scenes versus like nowadays it's way different and just felt so much more fluid and like everything flowed together so much better and felt actually like it was choreographed and it wasn't just like okay so you're gonna hit him three times and he's gonna block the third one you know it felt like there was like okay you're gonna actually practice this out as compared to the previous movies at least i also think that even though that the the fighting was more brutal it also felt less realistic like they were fucking doing flips and shit like it was yoda in star wars yeah and i was like these little kids are all over the place and like especially when dre gets his leg injured and he does basically what the their modern version of the crane kick. I don't know what the move was called, but the snake charm or whatever. And like the movement he did while it was badass, it was just like, how the fuck did you learn that? Like, <laughs> like the crane kick one makes a lot more sense. Cause like, it's a fucking crane kick. Like I could do that. That's a much more easy easily done whereas like this kid defied gravity and did like three flips in different directions at once um and with his inner kung fu (laughs) yes that's that's fair now i don't know a lot about kung fu so i don't know like what the difference is but i didn't know you could just like throw elbows and shit at people and like basically kill them (laughs) (laughs) pretty much what they like they were hitting moves where i was like if you hit that person hard enough, you could kill that person. Like if that kick to the chest was strong enough, could possibly start their heart if they weren't, you know, obviously a healthy person. But like, I don't know what Kung Fu's actually like, but I didn't think it was anything like that. I and could be wrong. Brutal. Is it really? Yeah. I mean, like, it's not like Muay Thai or um, uh, whatever it is that Eco U.S. does in the redemption in uh the raid <laughs> that that literally anything you could you guys does is he's it's like indonesian um street fighting or something like that that is meant to like hurt and kill like that is meant to like oh i'm gonna take you down in the least amount of punches possible <laughs> yeah well what do i know um but i think overall it, it was a pretty good film little young jaden smith is adorable and I mean, it was I I honestly went into it thinking I was going to hate it more because I remembered watching it as a kid. And I was like, well, maybe I was a kid. I didn't really know any better. And now that I'm older and snobbier, I might not like it as much. But I gave it a three out of five, which is, I think, half. I think I gave it three and a half for the original Karate Kid. And that's just because it's the original. You know, it it did it first. So (laughs) it did it first. It gets that. But it's still a decent movie. It's a fun watch. It's long. It's unnecessarily long. It's two and a half hours. It is roughly. Yeah, two hours and two hours and nineteen minutes. Yeah. And that's longer than the others. But I guess that's kind of like at that point, that was the standard. I mean, that is kind of like over time movies have just gotten longer and longer. So oh well. But yeah, three out of five. I'm thinking of that uh Saturday Night Live bit about 90 minute movies on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. I like the movie. I think I do think this is a, a, I think it's good. I, I, I enjoyed it. So I gave it a three and a half out of five. <laughs> I do like this one. I think I if I gave the original one a four, I believe. That sounds right. 
Now, I do think the Say Say What You Need to Say is a very interesting opening song for this movie. Say what you need to say. I was not expecting that. I forgot that happened. And I was like, what? Hey, man, 2010. Yeah, like the... It was a different time. It was a very different time. And we'll get to... The, we'll get to that. Though I did think it was very... It was good. Like, obviously, they're doing for more contemporary... Obviously not, obviously not the 80s. So they're doing a contemporary movie because they did involve, like, the Detroit car factories uh moving to china and stuff like that so it kind of gave a very realistic reason to be Oof. the way it, to be where they are the reason it is and stuff like that so like yeah. okay this kid's got no riz complete opposite <laughs> of um complete opposite of daniel yeah of daniel no riz whatsoever he's fumbling but i guess that's part of his charm so i'll give him that but yeah he's not the the riz master as we called him before yeah so you can tell they took the same exact script and just tweaked it because there's a few there's literally verbatim the same exact words the same exact scenes just in like a different context yeah and i was like you know that it's kind of lazy if you're gonna like make a if you're gonna do a remake you know maybe don't actually remake it <laughs> change it a little bit <laughs> this scene didn't have a meaning we just needed to put it in because you know oh remember that <laughs> so yeah which yeah, we kinda, all know you don't like that yeah so the drunk scene? Yeah, that one just didn't hit. What? I didn't I just didn't hit as hard. Like it's a good it's good. It's good. It's good. But to me it felt a little out of left field. Like I know he foreshadows it with where he's like, you know, why is a car in the living room kind of thing and he kind of just like, shh, you know, brushes him off. But it's just it was just weird. It just felt like we went from zero to 10, but that could just, that might've just been me. I think what were you going to say about it? Because I, that's what sells me on this movie. That's what like, Oh yeah. This scene is the scene. Like the, you think about this movie, you don't think about the ending. You don't think about any of the stuff that's going on. No, you think about Jackie Chan breaking down in that car. Really? Cause I didn't remember that scene until I watched it. <laughs> that's one of the biggest scenes I remember from this movie. And it's also like the first time I've ever seen like Jackie Chan have an emotional role. You know, it's Jackie Chan, you know, he does a lot. He does all the fighting. He does all the stuff, but it's like the first time I ever saw him like cry. You know what scene stuck out to me though? I like the scene I vividly remember as a kid when he first gets there and SpongeBob is in Mandarin. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I don't know why, but I saw that and it just triggered this weird feeling where I was like, whoa, <laughs> I remember this scene. That's I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the scene that sells me on this movie. I'm like, why? It's good to me. I'm being like, this yeah. is wow. Because it just, it was just, it is, it, it, I think it hits. <laughs> it's also Obviously. just shot well. Like, overall, yes. the movie was like pretty to look at. Like, I liked all the scenes are just nice. I was just, they're not anything like cinema, like cinem, cinematic, but it's just a well shot, well lit movie overall. I liked it. Now, well, for anything that isn't an action sequence, because the action sequence, the 2010s are taking a full effect. Shaky cam out the wazoo. Oh, yeah. My God. Oh, yeah. You can't tell what anything's going on. I know it's a bit also used to cover up the, you know, Fights. The action sequence and the fight scene, you know, because right. obviously you make it, you can't have a full on action scene. And if you watch the deleted scene, the there's no shaky cam. It's a bit shaky, but like you know what's going on. You know that they choreographed this. You know that you can 
see everything that's going on. There's no quick cuts. There's no like winging the camera left and right as if like yeah. you know, you're in a tornado. It, you understand what's going on in the scene, which is pretty crazy that, that, you know, you would have that. And then versus, you know, the actual fight that you need for the movie, like the final fight. And it's all wonky. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's like um, same time around Hunger Games with the shaky cam. God, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 2012, <laughs> 2010s, man. You know this movie came out in 2010 because it ends with Never Say Never by Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah. I literally, I never heard, say never. It popped up and I started laughing because I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, this, movie is, this movie is violently 2010s. <laughs> it really is. Also, what do you call it? Like Jaden Smith and Justin Bieber, like best friends or something. So there's also that, but. Cute. I was not expecting to laugh that hard because it just it popped out of nowhere. <laughs> it really came out of left field for me because like, you know, oh, wow, that was the, the end of the movie. It's like, you know, the dramatic moment. And then suddenly, never say never. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic. Never say and, and then never. like start going through the credits and I was so dumbfounded. I actually listened to the whole song because I was like, I, I'm not, is this happening right now? Like, you just let it take on? over. <laughs> like, this is the way it is. Yeah, I was like, I, I, I'm in, I'm in 2010. All right, this is what it is now. <laughs> oh man, those were the days. If I could go back to like any era of my life, it would definitely be like 10 to 13. That was like prime time for me. No, not for me. I anything from my 10 to 16, anything is gone. I deleted it. It scrubbed from the internet. It does not exist anymore. It's a black hole. <laughs> that's that's me. But 16 to 18 maybe 16 and 19 that's scrubbed there's so much i don't remember from that time era time era oh it's not that i don't remember it it's that um it was on the internet because i made a lot of internet stuff and i scrubbed it from the internet it is gone i made sure it is (laughs) purged (laughs) oh no you're gonna say that now and someone's gonna dig deep good luck try it i've tried someone do it right now someone get on it we need someone and send it to I'll me. Even, Don't I'll tell even, Isaiah. You know I'm so confident. I'll even give you a hint. Ooh. I'm not going to give you context of the hint, but if you do find it, you'll understand the hint. Cheesy pack. Go ahead. Find what? It. <laughs> Cheesy pack. What? I'm, you know what? I'm making this a snippet just so that more people see this video and we'll look for it. Good luck. You're like, oh, shit. Have fun. <laughs> the Wayback Machine does not work for it. Good luck. <laughs> oh, man. Shall we do a tier list? Oh, right. I forgot we have to do that. Ah. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately. Starting with the original Karate Kid. I definitely think that's S tier. It's OG. It's the original. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Karate Kid 2. <laughs> F. D or uh, F. No, I don't think it's that bad. I think it's in like C tier. Like it's it's pretty. Eh. It felt it's, so unnecessary, though. It is unnecessary. Okay. But like, also, there's two more movies that were way more, even way more unnecessary. <laughs> yes. Karate Kid 3, honestly, wasn't terrible. I'd I, give it a B. I think it's kind of subpar. I think they're both. I the think same. it's better than the second one. I think they're I, both like just. Eh. Mm, where's Lewis when you need him to break the tie? We can. Oh, we can definitely guarantee, though, that next Karate Kid F, that's bottom. Bottom. It's in the garbage yes. can. Yes. We can. Uh, I can agree with that. Next. Next. The, the one remake. we're talking about. I would say like, I feel like it's ARS. ARS. That's high. I, I'd give it A-tier? an A. 
Yeah. yeah I give it a. Do we agree? Are we gonna fight? On well, C-tier? I agree. I really disagree on C tier. God, I really don't like part three. <laughs> I don't like whiny characters. Yeah, but I felt like there was actual story driven parts to it, whereas like the second one, you don't even he- need to watch it and you could watch the third one and not miss anything. That's true. Other than being like, where's that one girl? And he's like, oh, she stayed back in Okinawa. And you're like, oh, OK, that's literally it. That's all they talk about from the second movie. Whereas like the third one, it's like, no, Miyagi has a business now. And Harry Silver's in the third one, right? Yeah. OK, all right. I'll give you the second one is in D. C stays for part three. I was going to say, why don't we just shift them all up one? Because there's no there's no point in having a gap there. Because I don't agree that it is it is B enough. And we definitely know Karate Kid is in the bottom tier. The next Karate Kid is in the bottom, whatever we do. I guess so. I just feel like if there's an empty gap, just eliminate that tier altogether. Yeah, but I can't so give it just- a that's, that's too good. That's too high grade. OK. All right, then that's fine. I would just say this is a fine tier list. Do you agree? Yes, I agree. Okay. Our final rankings of the movies are at number one, the original Karate Kid. Number two, runner up, the remake 2010 Karate Kid with Jackie Chan and Jaden Smith. In number three, technically number four. That's why I, that's where I get wonky. Well, why technically it's number the three. There's letters right here. So I'm trying to make it no easier for people either. to understand. Yeah, but it's easier for me to say instead of going S A, no one's gonna understand. Not a lot of people understand how the tier list thing works. So I'm trying to. Make it oh yeah, they don't sense. understand. That's why there's an entire website dedicated to it. <laughs> yeah, but every time we say it, people are like, "What?" Anyways, third place is Karate Kid Three, the Karate Kid Three. Uh, following that, Karate Kid Two, and in last place, at the bottom, the next Karate Kid with Hilary Swank. Fuck that movie. <laughs> Obviously, there's Cobra Kai, but we're not going to watch Cobra Kai because that's a TV show. And we don't do that here. If you want a TV show, go somewhere else. That was a little too aggressive. <laughs> Just yeah, tell your viewers to go somewhere else. I'm sure that that'll work out for us. Yeah, that always works out well. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us for season 10. Uh, we have our listeners episode next week. So be sure to send in those suggestions at silverscreensips at gmail.com. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram so you can get the latest updates on the show and any upcoming guests. We have lots on our schedule, so get ready for that. Listen up. Today and today only, as in June 19th, we are posting our poll for season 11. So go cast your vote right now, right after you finish this episode. The two franchises up for the running this upcoming season are Kill Bill. Or MCU phase one. So go cast your votes right fucking now because it's only up for today and today only. And we will see you in our listeners episode that we're going to go record right fucking now. (laughs) But you don't know that. (laughs) We're just revealing secrets on the back end. Don't worry. Yeah. All right. See you guys next week.